0: Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Dirkach. And today we are covering Minute 59 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest Alyssa Jones Minute ever. And we're joined once again by author extraordinaire and host of Drunk on Disney, Guy Hutchinson. I'm, I'm
1: happy to be back. This is a solid minute, and I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yes, it's another minute of people putting Dante in his place. <laughs> We've had a, an hour of it, and it just keeps on coming. Yeah. So, minute 59 starts with discuss, discussing how much Dante can bench, and ends with remembering the Jones girls. You mean like 60, 70 tops? Oh my god, yes. Yeah.
1: He can bench more than that?
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is a very high school conversation to have, though.
1: But I I love that Rick Darris. He he is trying to help. He wants he wants to make him a better Dante. <laughs> they're
0: they're just they have interesting things they say about him. They keep calling him flabby and like basically saying that he's heavy. He's got I, some I mean, love handles under there. He's not, I mean he's not wrong. He's not fat. He's he may be weight. Yeah, of I hate, know. <laughs>
2: but he's not yeah, fat. He's definitely not a big. He doesn't have a giant gut hanging out or nothing.
1: Well, he's a young man. I mean, I, I think the um, the standard for for a man his age is to be in shape. So you know, perhaps compared to uh, the uh, the the guys that she has seen, uh, and and certainly the guys that uh, that Rick Darris has seen, you know, he's got a little little more on him than he needs. Got to cut those love handles
0: All right, off. So I'll ask you both a question. They say that he can. She thinks she, he can bench sixty to seventy tops. Darius claims <laughs> yeah. he can claim he can bench three fifty four. Um, right? How much do you think the average untrained man can bench? So this is just your average guy. You Ooh. put him on a bench table. He's going to try to bench.
1: All right. So let, well, let's start out. So the the bar, uh, I believe, at most gyms is about seventy pounds. Yes. So with it no saw weight. Him
0: out. <laughs> right. So he can't lift Sometimes the bar. They can't lift the bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but we are talking about these yeah. are younger men. I mean, I think this is really important to, to understand. I mean, you know, at that age, you know, you're like, I remember being that age a little bit, but I also have a lot of, uh, cousins and nieces and nephews that are, and I've seen, you know, like at that age, you're, you're like, Oh, well, I just had dinner. Let me go eat a sub sandwich and then, you know, run around the block and, you know, oh, you got to move some boxes? Sure, I can move them all day long. You want me to move your refrigerator? Sure, I'll lift it up right now. Um, I feel like the average man is not the question. It's the average man that's just out of high school. That's a, that's a big difference.
0: Well, I think that's basically what it's going for. I don't think it's taking into consideration an, an 86-year-old man or people that podcast them for a lot of time. <laughs>
1: that's right. I don't think Rick Darris can – that's 356 pounds. I'll I'll tell you personally, when I was in high school, I, I was in the 300-pound club, right? Which meant you could – not that you weighed 300 <laughs> pounds. <but you> could <laughs> I, I was hoping that's what it was. was. I was like, oh, but, man, that's a cool club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all sat around and
1: had hamburgers. Um, no, you could put up 300 pounds and, and literally to do it, all you had to do, you had to do it when, uh, one of the coaches was there, either the wrestling coach or the football coach. Um, I guess the baseball coach, but that never happened. Um, but you had to, you had to put it up one time and you would have a guy spotting you so you didn't snap your neck <laughs> by dropping it on your on yourself and you had to put it up one time and it was you know there was a pretty uh you know there was a only a few guys that could do it and it was something that I remember working really hard at and Rick Darius I mean I don't know what's under the sweatshirt but I just don't think I don't think he's uh 350 that's three, it's uh that's quite an impressive amount, but he's a personal trainer. He does have a lot of time to train at this. Um, I would say today, I don't think I could do. Uh, I don't think I could push up the bar. I think I'd. <laughs> I think I'd. I'd start and be like, "Yeah, you know what? I got other
0: things to do." You know. No, I mean I can belly up to the bar, but I can't. That's right. I can't push up the bar <laughs> anymore. All right. So I'm going to take advantage of the rare time when I have two wrestling fans on here, and one of you is going to have to remember this. Who was the person uh-huh. who was. Is- Trying to break the Dino bench Bravo. press. There you go. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I know it too. Was he the one? Where they he, had a-
1: no, no, no. Dino Bravo broke the bench press record. I don't buy that. Uh, that Jesse the Body Ventura cheated for him. That didn't happen. Uh, I saw. Uh, Dino- see, that's
0: where I was going. I, was the, I remember the whole controversy about him cheating. Yeah, he,
1: he, uh, he got a little assistance on that. To, well, obviously the whole thing was gimmicked, but yeah, the late great Dino Bravo, which I always like to point out anytime anybody talks about how nice Canada is, they killed Dino Bravo for selling illegal cigarettes. <laughs>
0: god bless really usually i just point out hockey fans burning down cities every time (laughs) someone points out how nice they are that's
1: that is true that's a uh (laughs) yeah that's a pretty um yeah when they win usually too or yeah or when they lose well no you know you're right when they lose it's basketball fans that only do it when they win you're right (laughs)
0: Well, it's, it's most Americans, <laughs> if, when they win, they burn everything down, and the Canadians do it when they lose. So I guess it's just yeah. a cultural
1: thing. <laughs> well, no, you know what it is? I think in Canada, I think they drink all the time. I think in America, they only drink when they lose. So they're like, oh, we lost. Let's go drink. And in Canada, they're like, hey, we drank yesterday. Let's burn the city down.
2: For the listeners who are butt-chopping at the bit to find out what the average is, what's the average?
0: Oh, uh, that's right. I never did answer that question. You never did answer the question. All right. The the average untrained man can bench press 135 pounds.
2: I was going to go 175. I was going to say
0: 175. Oh, well, excuse me, Mr. Strong, Mr. Ken Patera over there. Apparently I'm (laughs) stronger than the average guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like Guy said, there's a way big difference between doing reps and just lifting it once. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, that's the thing I remember the doing the 300 pound thing. It was something I wanted to do from sophomore year and I finally did it in senior year. And it was literally one <laughs> time, you know, and it was barely, it was like you just had to get it close to where, you know, it would lock off, you know, and the other guy would, could help you at that point. Your arms had to be almost extended. They didn't have <laughs> the to only be way.
0: A my 300 was, pounds was going but, up is if I had Jesse, the body of a yeah. standing over me and pulling it up. <laughs> but
1: but you weren't, but by doing that, it's like you, you would you couldn't bench press that over and over. You could, if you could put up 300 once, you probably normally would do 200. You know, it was, that was a, you know, I'm going to almost kill myself now while, you know, while a guy leans over me. Yeah.
0: I would assume I'd be like, no, I'm not going to remember the movie, but trying to bench it. And then it starts to slide to the side, and you didn't lock the weights off, so all the weights slide off the one side of the bar. Slide off. <laughs> well, if
1: if the coach was there, you you lock those weights off.
0: <laughs> yes, I totally. Like, oh, I'm dying! Oh, here goes. I don't know if if I've learned anything from movies. That is a uh, a, a a good way to die, and b a good way to get killed by a killer you don't know is in the room. I've seen multiple deaths in movies that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Uh, I do want to tell you guys uh, about the first time I saw this movie. I was uh, I was working for uh, WHWH Radio, which is now it's an Asian radio station now, but at the time uh, we broadcast in English um, and. Uh, we had gotten a thing that there was this filmmaker in New Jersey and, and I remember, you know, everybody being kind of excited about it that the, you know, that this movie was coming out. And then, uh, they, they gave us a, um, a screening which we could give tickets away to. And then it played for, I think, one week at the Princeton Market Fair, which is still, uh, still a movie theater. It was the United Artist, uh, Movies at Market Fair. And, I can tell you, I remember when you walked in, you'd turn left and it was the last theater on the left hand side. I I remember it very well because I got to introduce the movie. I was, you know, talking beforehand. Uh, Kevin Smith was supposed to be there and he, they told us that day he wouldn't be showing up. And I was like, well, I don't know who he is anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, but, uh, but we did screen the movie. They told us some of the people in the, film were actually in the audience, but I didn't see them. I, I remember just looking at everybody being like, maybe that's one of the guys. Maybe that's the girl. That's her. No, maybe not. Um, but, uh, uh, we got to screen the movie and afterwards I was talking to a guy named Hal Stein and Hal Stein, uh, uh I don't know if he's still with us, but he was the, uh, the, he was the guy who was in charge of these kind of events at the radio station. And I said to Hal, I said, I said, that was really good. I really liked it. He's like, you know what? It was good, but it's no jerky boys movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um And that was it. That was, I remember, uh I remember showing it. And I loved it. I just thought it was, I thought I loved so much about it. Like, I thought that. Despite the fact that it's a really vulgar movie, you know, with a with some horridious, you know, horrendous. That I I made up a new word. (laughs) It's so bad. some just horrible language and just horrible descriptions of things. It's so sweet. You know, it's like you like, I I feel like you forgive these characters for everything they say because they just like Jay Muse seems like such a sweet character in this movie. And like Randall seems like, He's a little difficult, but like we all feel like we know that guy, and on on occasion we've been that guy and uh, I just loved this movie the first time I saw it, and i I've enjoyed it since
0: yeah it's uh Randall's the guy you want to be at work, and Dante's the guy you probably are, <laughs> where you just get dumped on by the customers all day. And you're like, oh, you know, after they walk out, you're like, you know what I could have said to him? I could have told him this <laughs> and I could have spit on him and I could have shown him a picture of a, someone out of a centerfold. And you say all that as the guy's walking down the block. That's right. Well, I said this, this whole movie is just a, it's Dante's day, which is a series of vignettes of different customers coming in to challenge him all day. Yeah. It's, it's like they, Kevin picked over the course of two years, th- most of this stuff probably happened to him in some way. Oh, sure. And he just picked out all the craziness that happened and put it in just a one day for Dante coming in on a day off. No,
1: there, I mean, there is no shortage. I try to remember this all the time when I'm in a store. Uh, cause I worked at, I worked at video stores and I just remember people being so mean to me. (laughs) I remember, and like, I think back on, you know, like the entirety of what they said and did. And I'm like, wow, why would somebody be that rude to another human being? What had I done to him? All I was was a guy there making minimum wage, renting him movies. Why was he mad at me? Um, some people are
2: just angry, I think.
1: I I general. think so. And I, 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 I do, I mean, I literally think about this whenever I deal with somebody and I'm like, ah oh, this guy's a an idiot, you know. And a lot of times I'm like, yeah, you think that because he's young and he has a goofy haircut. Let's uh, cut him some slack and just get out of the store, you know, in one piece. Um, but, uh, yeah, I totally, I, this, this movie feels very authentic. I mean, so obviously there's a ridiculous amount of fantasy in it, but so many of these, uh, exchanges feel very real. Yeah. I feel like even if the
0: actual situations aren't real, the characters all feel very real. You've met most of the people that are in this movie. You've met the tool that is a personal trainer that needs to throw at your face. I, you know, this guy's like this all the time. Yeah. He manages to work the fact that he's a personal trainer into every conversation he's ever had.
2: I feel like most of these actors are playing a character that's not far off from the real life too you know they're not they're not actors that's
0: why yeah I mean like i we I mentioned earlier, um with the exception of Chulie's gum guy who comes in early and like Ernie here who can at least act a little bit. most of the people aren't actors. he gave them here's a little bit of dialogue, I'll shoot around you you're performance is basically to be carried by my material and by o'halloran reacting to you right you know he's going to sell you by acting the way he does
1: yeah i i i just remember like uh moments like this i i remember like i was working at a video store and we didn't have a bathroom we had a bathroom but in the bathroom had no no water because we had no need for water Um, so they didn't pay a water bill. Um, so like the toilet had no water in it. It was, you know, like we stored things in that room. And I remember one guy saying, you know, my kid needs to use the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, we don't have one. He's like, I'll let him go on the floor here then. And I was like we don't have a bathroom and then he's like I'm just going to let him go he's like son go right over here the kid starts crying and I'm like do you want me to call the police and tell them that you're going to you've, you've instructed your child to pee on the floor and then I opened the like I opened the door I was like look this is the toilet it's empty there's no water in it it's it's totally empty and i remember him like glaring at me like he was going to fight with me and i was like what do you want i don't understand so i and, and boy, if nothing fits better than the, I don't, I, I didn't have to be here. I, I wasn't supposed to be here today thing. How many times has anybody at that age been where there was some jerk who called out and you know that they were lying? You know, like I, we had a guy, his name was Dan and Dan called out every Friday and every Monday he was ever <laughs> scheduled to work. You know, it was you know, it was like, oh, you know, well, I'm working with Dan on Monday. I better get there early because I'm working by myself.
2: <laughs> Dance party. That's what Dan's doing.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so perfect. So I, I do like that. I, this, uh, this setting, something about, so the, the quick stop is a very, it's a, it's an unusual store in that it's, it's almost, uh, shaped like a, Triangle, or if you've ever played the, the harpsichord, it's kind of shaped a little bit like that. Or if you've looked at Gumby's head, it, it kind of has that shape to it a little bit. Um, so, it, but it's a very, very small store. Like the, the movie almost makes it look bigger. Um, and I think something about the lack of space led them to put up a lot more handwritten signs. The people that actually ran it, um, than you would see. You know, like you, I feel like every inch you can see something that is dynamic and interesting to see. I feel like every shot in this movie,
0: you know, looks really neat. Yeah, you see a lot of convenience stores now, especially if they have their little. A little bigger than this they have a tough time filling up all that space because it's tough to get that you don't want right. too much inventory because then you got stuff you got to throw away so i'll go into convenience stores now and you're like what's going on are they going out of business why is there there's empty shelves and there's yeah
2: jeff what are you talking about they will no. throw stuff away in convenience stores they oh just yeah sell
0: it. <laughs> i i brought up before my favorite thing in convenience stores is to go near the products that are near the windows and like they have like say like a set of like a four pack of cookies and you take that first pack away and the ones behind it are three times brighter because the other one's been sitting there, so the sun has faded it. (laughs) Faded in the sun. (laughs) Uh, You know, that's a quality product.
1: Yeah, that's, oh, that is so true. One thing that uh, you can see very well in this shot is the sign that says fresh coffee and ice drinks, and there is, you know, a famous line where the guy says that he's got to drink his coffee hot because there's no ice, but clearly they're serving some kind of ice drinks in this store. It definitely so, says
2: ice drinks. You're
0: right. Yeah, I don't know
1: why he has to drink his uh, coffee. Hot, I assume because he's be a honest moron. With
0: you. That's like you said. You work you work in a convenience store, so you give them a lot of latitude. I worked in a restaurant, so I'm the same way with waitstaff. They would have to go pretty far to get me really <laughs> upset. If they come back, my food's taken a while. We're having problems. I'm like, that's fine. Like, because I understand what happens. It's you know, it's not your. It's out of your hands. Yeah,
1: it's not your fault. There's there's you know there's ten. Yeah degrees of separation the server can only get upset if they
0: themselves are ignorant to me but beyond that like just as the food's late uh, no whatever that you know that's somebody else's problem the only difference there is between i think why people can be so mean to clerks is they have no power over you at all you can be as mean as you want to a clerk because what are they going to do to you they can't do anything where (laughs) if you scream too much at the guy with your food food. yeah yeah, that's going to go um, go poorly for you (laughs) i had someone tell me a long time ago yeah. Never pull an attitude with someone that's going to be doing a service for you, especially one who's going to be doing it for a long time. So never go out and yell at your garbage men right or your mailman or anybody that's going to be around your house a lot yeah. when you're not there.
1: <laughs> or how about
0: the nurse at the hospital? Don't mess
1: with that nurse.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, you don't
1: mess with yeah. the nurse. Uh, TSA is the other one that I've – I've had TSA agents where they're like – Ah, your your wife's too hot for you. I should take her away. And I'm like, hey, can I just go to Miami? I just gotta go through the thing. I don't, I don't really want to fight with you about anything. I just, you're right. You yeah. you would be better with her. Can we both go now? We're good. All right. I I've learned to never go through TSA wearing a sports team shirt or hat because undoubtedly the guy will be like, hey, I don't like the charges. Maybe I don't let you go through. And I'm like, hi I just want to go. I need to get to Disney world it's the happiest place on earth
0: i can't get out of akron come it's on that
1: power dynamic yeah i mean there is uh there is that up at the register uh you can see there's a little um display for for camel and it's uh it's a display that would would have uh, packs of matches um it's like it's almost like a um uh, it's small. It's maybe like, you know, uh, six, seven inches tall and, and it's got like a little cup at the bottom where, where all the matches would be. Uh, this store is, is all about their cigarettes, man. It, it appears like I get the feeling stores like this, that's how they make their money. It's like lotto tickets and, and matches yeah, I'm, and cigarettes. I'm anything
0: has changed since then it's like they're like a movie theater where they make no money off the movies it's all concessions it's all cigarettes for them
1: <laughs> yeah it's all popcorn it's because they're selling you 8 cents of popcorn <laughs> for 8 dollars you know um at 27 seconds though we get a a new character we get the guy coming in asking if he was there all day um which is uh it's a pivotal moment we don't know yet why he's asking um but this is a this is a this pretty, is a, a pretty important a noted book.
0: actor, Ken Clark, who has exactly one credit, and you're looking at it.
1: Ken's not bad, though. He looks like a bureaucrat to me.
2: In in the uh, in IMDb, it says he's also an orderly in this movie, but I'm not sure exactly
1: where. Oh, so you, do you think, yeah. like when they yeah. have the ambulance, that he's, you Maybe. know, we're
0: we're gonna have to look for him. We're gonna play. Yeah, Warriors the only thing Waldo that makes him that throws him off as being oh, nice. a bureaucrat is his his briefcase has stickers all over the outside of it, like a kid, like a kid would have. Yes, <laughs>
1: yeah. yes. Yeah, no, his briefcase looks like my skateboard
0: or from like 94. Or like a lot of people, it's, like their uh... laptops would look like. And I'm, I tried for the life of me to see what they were, but I, they just, they're too vague. I can't tell. Well, I just went back to, I can't see anything.
1: Yeah, I I can I can sort of make out, uh, there's one uh, that sort of looks like it might be the Batman logo, which would kind of make sense around that time, uh, but the rest of them are all, uh, you know, are all a blur to me. Uh, but it is definitely odd.
0: It look, one word looks like it might be amnesty, but I can't quite
2: remember. If really it's up. a Batman logo, you think it's the briefcase that kevin smith was carrying around
1: <laughs> yeah this was kevin smith's uh the official it respect. is weird though you're right the stickers it hadn't dawned on me the stickers really are out of place on his briefcase yeah
0: like could you imagine him walking into you assume he came from trenton so he's like walking into like uh, his little bureaucrat thing and they're like oh god there's ted again with his briefcase with crap all over it <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't yeah, strike type of guy. like i don't think his little cubicle has little batman figures all over the place he doesn't seem like that no. guy
2: yeah. He opens it up. There's no sandwich. There's no apple. There's no bottle of water in there.
0: <laughs> He's got paper. He's a paperwork guy.
2: <laughs> what was that falling down? by Michael Douglas. Yeah. Oh before, yeah. Before his lunch. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of when I was looking
0: for his sandwich and his apple.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that's a that's a fun movie. That's, that's a, a weird movie, I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen it. Uh, we, I probably
0: haven't seen it in 20 years. I wonder if it holds up, or if in the current climate you watch it now and you're like. I don't like this as much
1: anymore. <laughs> I mean, the thing about it is he's, he was wrong then. I mean, it's like, he's like, he goes into the store, the the McDonald's and he's like, it's 10.01 and you don't have breakfast served. I'm going to break your register. It's like, well, that doesn't seem like logical. It's, it's like, um, you know, we were talking about how like, um, you know, you have the, you know, the line that you think, gee, I, I should have said that to that guy. And one time I was working at a video store and this guy came in and he was eating like chicken wings while he was talking to us. And and he was, you know, really obnoxious, you know, and he's like slurping on these damn chicken wings in front of us. And I remember after he left, the guy I was working with was like, you know, it would have been great if we tied that guy up and like chopped his fingers off and fed him to him like those chicken wings. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And then he could go. I don't think the punishment fits the <laughs> crime. I was just just rude. I don't think I should be disembodied. Um we see the price of cigarettes here. Um one of them is a $1.65, one's a $1.95. Cambridge is uh 208 or 168. I don't know what uh I guess there's two different like the Deluxe Cambridge <laughs> right. cigarettes. I have not seen I know Cambridge is uh are still manufactured, but I have not seen those in 25 years or so. I was going to say like um, right. I think they're I think they're the equivalent of, like, Peel's Beer and, like, Schaefer, where it's like, if you go to the right store, they have them in the back of the case, but, boy.
0: They're all the way down at the bottom, just one case with, like, an yeah, inch dust I mean, on
1: top of them. <laughs> uh, we do get to see the Entenmann's display, and Entenmann's never
0: gets No, it doesn't. I old. picked, Wait, Jeff, so I picked up... Wait, Jeff's already mentioned I picked up a box of Entenmann's best. today at the store. <laughs>
1: What did you get? Did you get uh, crumb Cause the crumb cake? Because the crumb cake is good. So
0: well, I have to share them with my daughter. Those um, chocolate-covered donuts? <sighs> they were chocolate donuts because so I have to share them with my daughter. I ate two of them already today. And I have to do that before she sees them because she will write notes on the top of the box because it's a white box. Oh, like, yeah. these are mine. Do not eat them.
2: <laughs> I haven't had a sentiment's yeah. crumb cake since I was about 15 years old because I drank an entire bottle of wine. And ate a whole crumb cake and then (laughs) woke up the next morning to a huge mess (laughs) and never ate a crumb cake again.
1: (laughs) I don't even like sweets and I like that stuff. Entenmann's is just, it's like, it's great. Um, We do see, uh, you can see in the back, it says coffee and then it has some other words and then it says it's 99 cents. I don't know everything. And then they have a, a cream cheese bagel. Uh, but I can't totally make out the price, but it's three digits, so it's a, it's at least a dollar, you know, and yeah, one cent. Some but, things, uh,
0: it's amazing that the, the price of cigarettes have, like, quadrupled at least since then. Meanwhile, oh, yeah. you can't see it in this minute, but when the camera's tilted the other way, you can see the price for, like, sodas for, like, a, a one, two liter, and they would not be out of place today. A two-liter bottle of soda is, like, $1.69. Oh, yeah.
1: no. So, yeah, like you can go to McDonald's in the morning and get yourself a coffee for, you know, uh for like a gigantic one for not much more than a dollar. You can go to Starbucks and pay eight dollars, but um yeah, no, these prices uh they yeah, work for it. me. That does say
2: cream cheese bagel
1: back there. Who's making the bagels, don't <laughs> <Well, clears throat> they? They may be maybe, like there. they come, you know, pre pre cream a cheese for the wrapped in plastic. Yeah, okay. I like to think Dante is not making those (laughs) because then I don't ever want to eat a bagel at a convenience store. I like to think they're brought in by somebody that washed their hands. An
0: outside company. Probably can't even (laughs) look at it with all his flabby (laughs) muscles he's got there. (laughs) All right. Let me check my notes here. I think we uh, hit everything. Oh, uh, we did forget to mention right right at the end, we mentioned Alyssa Jones, who right here is just a name that's thrown out there, but will show up in the later movies. Becomes a way bigger deal mm-hmm. about uh, about two years from now. We'll talk about her again.
1: But so this is Alyssa yes. Jones's sister, right? And so Trish the Dish is also her sister.
0: Yes, uh, who is not mentioned. here. Yeah, that's their three sisters. There's one in this movie, one in mole rats, and one in chasing Amy.
1: Very exciting. I so
0: you know, we'll have to we'll have, to have, have you back. We'll have to have you back when you can do the whole sister trilogy.
1: <laughs> I want That's what I <laughs> want to do. The sister trilogy. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, we're having guy back. He's doing all three sisters. No, that's not what we meant. That's not what we meant. It's well, I'll work
1: on it between now and then, though. It's a, <laughs> we've got some time. I can maybe. You, I can. We I can, know, we can some, get you on.
0: I, we can get you on an aerobics and free weights program.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I can put some Dracar, Dracar on and uh, Dracar Noir, and maybe a bomb uh,
0: equipment <laughs> here.
1: See if I can bench two hundred.
0: <laughs> get rid of my love handles. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any uh, more pertinent information for this minute? Uh, he does
2: ask him, were you working here about 4 o'clock? Now, wasn't 4 o'clock when they went to the funeral?
0: I don't know. Time's get a little wonky at that point.
2: Well, I know uh, Randall says, uh, 4 o'clock on a Saturday? <laughs> well,
0: I think he's not listening to that guy.
2: He's just saying, yeah, yeah, I was here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't think that was the And yeah, it, it could not have been Randall 4
0: o'clock anyway. It had to be before that because Randall was there when it happened. He did sell her. The breaths. Right. Yes. Yeah, don't don't think too much about the timeline. It'll just hurt your brain. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like trying to watch uh like Star Wars or Star Trek movies and trying to uh connect those timelines and make everything work out. Oh wait a minute, that couldn't have happened. Just don't think about it that much. It'll it'll just it'll upset you. Just yeah, it's all fine. <laughs> but other than that I got nothing else. Alright. Do you have anything else, guy?
1: No, I am uh I am set on this minute. It's uh it's a solid minute. We've got uh we've got four uh, good performances in
0: it. I I like it. All right. Well, why don't you tell the people out there in Quick Stop Land where they can, uh, read more from you and hear more from you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at guyhutchinson.com, uh, com slash guyhutchinson. You can find me at guyhutchinson.com. And if you're on Facebook, I'm guy A. Hutchinson because some jerk that hasn't posted in 10 years, uh, got there first. But, oh, uh,
0: it's, it's not, it's put not put the famous swimmer, initial. is it? or the rower or whatever he is. The other guy that had him. I don't know uh, of him. There, wasn't that what it was? There's a guy that had a Wikipedia page that was another guy.
1: No, h- oh, that guy's been dead for a hundred years. No, he died. He died. He died December 7th, 1941. Oh, um, his,
0: not, he did not make the paper that day.
1: He was, yeah, because he died in Australia, but he was, he was a very famous guy, Hutchinson. He was a quarterback of the Yale football team. Uh, no, um, there is a guy, Hutchinson, who's a masseuse, um, who is in, in, Australia. And I am definitely thinking of going to Australia just so I can massage women and claim to be that guy. Um, I'll be like, I'm Guy Hutchinson. They'll be like, Oh, great. I've got a real knot in my lower back. And I'm like, <laughs> um, but you can find me at all those places. You can go to guyHutchinson.com and you can find my, uh, my books and you can find uh, drunk on Disney at drunk on com or at the com And, uh, Uh, Tweet me and and email me and whatever. I'd love to talk to all of you about your questions and comments regarding the guy eating his own fingers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Please uh, don't send any pictures in regards to that, though. Just uh, comments only. (laughs) Uh, You can find us at uh, com with uh, a bunch of other minute podcasts, including the Back to the Future Minute, which Guy was also on. Uh, they also what to have over there now, uh, TMNT Minute. You got, <laughs> I just said that. Ferris Bueller Minute. Lord <laughs> of the Rings <laughs> Minute. Uh, Rocky Minute's over there now. Uh, Toy Story Minute. I might have gotten them all. Nope, Cornetto Minute. I almost forgot that one. Uh, they also have some, <laughs> uh, not Minute Podcasts. They have some original works like Immunities and Geek by Night. A lot of stuff going on over there. A lot of things happening. A lot of wheels in motion. We're very small. We're a small, uh, branch of that large tree. <laughs> we don't get us a lot of sunlight. We just have a lot of, s- uh, swear words over here. Uh, you can also check out all the movies on moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, there's, I don't know, about 60 of them up there. Chances are there's a movie or two you'll enjoy. Uh, make sure to go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Um, just like the celebrated author we have on today, I also have a book you can get on, uh, amazon.com called The Dawn of Mars. And Chris, why don't you tell them what, uh, what stuff they can buy off of you to, uh, give you money?
2: You can go to Chris1200 or Titan Tech on eBay. And I have a ton of wrestling figures out there. Some Jay and Silent Bob stuff. And bunch of toys, so come come Christmas shopping.
0: Do you have a you have Dino Bravo figure?
2: I don't have a Dino Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a Dino Bravo.
0: One now, you, know you gotta look for a Dino Bravo figure. All right, all right okay. Chris, you got anything else? I'm not even supposed to be here today. thought you were going to forget that time <laughs> <laughs>